Hello lovely, I'm Jay Akrenensite and these are going to be your Pisces season messages for Libra. Hello Libra, second attempt at recording this, but I was only like a minute in. I had started recording but my mic was switched off. So when I shuffle I switch off the mic, sometimes I forget to switch it back on again. Um, welcome to your reading. Now hopefully you've watched the Pisces reading or you've checked out the Pisces season cheat sheet that I did to talk about, you know, why it's the different spread. And you guys got the fates there um the fates is probably it's the, i have two favorite cards from this deck the fates is definitely one of them but we'll get to that in a moment so the spread is different it's i'm calling it the two fish spread there'll be links and stuff in the description for you to go check out information around that but what you will also find in the description which is something that will say libra musical message because there is a song that has been coming up for each of these readings now why is that because that's pisces right a lot of pisces energy and we all have pisces energy summer you have it in your sixth house it it defies words it defies logic hence the quote the rick rubin quote that you will see at the end of this reading but which i talked about in the cheat sheet video so the music is a, another way for me to convey the message to you now here's the thing with music it's very personal but that is what every tarot reading is you know the message is not the message your reaction to the message is the message so your reaction to that song is also part of the message and one of the examples i've been giving which i think is a great way of looking at it is if someone shares a song with you and you think oh god i don't like this kind of music but if you're listening to it to enjoy music then yeah if you're doing it for enjoyment but this this song is not being shared with you for enjoyment it's part of your message which is why in reading sometimes we don't enjoy the message that comes through i used to say this when i was doing personal readings you will always get the message you need even if it's not the one that you want in fact when you get a message you don't want that's probably the more powerful one that is part of your message because part of what what you've got going on here um is not what you do it's how you do it and what does that even mean to you so let's go back to the song the song i have for you is spinning the wheel by george michael now why right and that he says in that you know that he he's not gonna let that um let the person spin his wheel for him anymore what is the wheel in you get the wheel of fortune you can probably guess if i've said that and the wheel of fortune is a fake card right but sometimes what we call fate is what we we've we've let we've put the hands of our fate in oh sorry we've rather we've put our fate in the hands of someone else and we call that fate but is it fate now there's that wheel of fortune at the end so check out that song see what you get from it um and it doesn't have to be a person this is your sixth house we're talking about right you're you're you've got full moon coming up in your 12th which you may become aware of a blind spot or something that you have uh, i think it's going to be for libra a, a way that you have of justifying or rationalizing the decisions that you make or what you do but it's kind of like you know oh let go and let god or i'm going with the flow or you know that kind of thing where you or waiting for something to happen right but i think you will recognize that it's where you are giving up your power in that relationship and i want to be very clear here you're not doing anything wrong right this is not about being wrong in fact when we have those kinds of a win you know something like that that 
comes into our awareness it's because we're ready for it It's because we've done something right it's because we've grown or we've moved forward and we're able to see that level of truth now it's not so much just you know that um oh god i made a mistake right you know even that you know is i'm being punished or i'm being re rewarded even is is part of that message so i love this card it's fate it's number 17 so it very much has connections with the star card and you can see that in fact there is a kind of star when we talk about fate and we're talking about hope and the fates comes up yeah we're talking about the star card kind of energy you didn't get the star card but we'll see so what is the fates? It can be summed up by the serenity prayer, anyone that knows it. And I used to use this deck a lot when I first started on YouTube, if you guys remember. And because I used to kind of wax lyrical about the serenity prayer, I got asked many times if I was a friend of Bill. Because obviously, if you have an addiction, right, um, you know, AA and stuff, they use the serenity prayer. So what is the serenity prayer? We're going to break it down a little bit. So because that's your reading. The serenity prayer is, you know, God, source, spirit, universe, whatever you believe in, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things, to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. You know what? I know the serenity prayer off my heart. Every time I go to say it in a reading, I was, um, I always um, mess it up. So let me just double check. I got that right. So grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference, right? So hold on to that thought. How do you know which things you can't change? How do you know you've got the courage to change other things? Where does that wisdom to know the difference come from? And what I would ask you to, con uh, so the reason I'm putting it that way, why I'm saying that to you is because you are an air sign. I'm an essay. I understand that a lot of that can come as a preconceived notion is we have decided that I've got the serenity, you know, every time we have the serenity to accept the things we can't change, right, is have we tried? Have we tried to change it? Have we tried to change that in ourselves or the situation? And we can't change other people, right? But do we give people the opportunity to change maybe they want to change maybe they don't know they need to change maybe they would love to make that change right but have we tried so it's that's good I mean, that's part of your theme have you said it have you done it have you talked about it um and even if you haven't right own that you haven't own that can't bothered right and, and that's cool because more than the wisdom to know the difference this is about the hope to know the difference right that's what i think comes up now i'll tell you why i say that so if the top part is the serenity prayer so you're you're looking at your life day-to-day -day life and you're thinking right this i i can't change this i need some courage to change and this is how i'm figuring it out and that's the virgo full moon that's happening in your 12th house the power to discern comes from virgo how are we discerning this you check out the virgo reading that's for everyone it, i do a full breakdown in that of what our powers of discernment are now with hope coming up right and this is a, a wonderful card of hope so this is your the bottom fish the unconscious fish in some ways um you got hope here and if you look at that picture, it's the woods. Can you see the woods and you see the full moon there? When you're standing in those woods and you've got this canopy of trees overhead, 
right and it would be dark can you imagine even with a full moon it would be dark because there's these tall trees and you can't really see the moon through the trees so you might be standing in a spot and it looks pitch black but ahead of you you can see a spot of light you can see the moonlight coming through right um night pentacles i'm talking about right now so you kind of hope that you get out of the woods but is that enough how are you going to get out the woods you have to walk right and it's your hope that gets you out of the woods not seeing the path not knowing what's ahead but you know you have to keep moving because you can't just stand there in the dark and with each step that you take right sometimes you know because of where you step the the moonlight will shine through the trees other times it won't so that is part of the message of the start it gives us hope it it um guides us but i want you to consider this because it's going to be that spin in the wheel it's i mean you got the bloody wheel of fortune and the fall right where the internal is the wheel of fortune so the fate the, the how we work with fate co-creating with fate um how we discern where we are in that the way that i always see it is you know it's trying to grow daffodils in the middle of winter or trying to grow i don't know let me think of some tropical fruit like bananas or mangoes right in the middle of winter in the northern hemisphere somewhere or um do you wait until like you know knowing it's like discernment of where you are but you decide that and this is your process of discernment that is under the the micro microscope as it were and not in the virgo way i mean that's your 12th house but something that looks really noble and spiritual, some way that you already infuse your day-to-day -day life with your spiritual beliefs. And it's not the beliefs that have changed, it's the implementation of them that has changed. It's like, you know, that, yeah, God's granting me the serenity to accept that I can't change this, but it's then the question, did you try to change it? Is the default going to acceptance? Now we always accept anyway, but you know what I mean, right? So consider consider what I mean from this. Um, you have, uh, sorry, I was gonna let me go back to this for a moment. I know it's right at the bottom here, but if that's the internal, the wheel of fortune, the fate, right? The fool is the risks that you take, what you are willing to leap into and what you are not willing to leap into. What you have decided beforehand works or doesn't work, or what you're willing to give it a, you know, just give it a go from wherever you are. That's Uranus energy, um, which you've had Uranus in your eighth house for quite a while now. So how you explore, how you face that stuff, how you transform, how you change things, that has changed. Uh, hopefully has been changing. Um, where else do I want to go? So over here, we have the Knight of Swords at so externally right the outer fish we let's go start from here i'm all over the place three of pentacles right is we build it strong together but then it's like yeah we build it strong together right no one person can build a relationship or a cathedral but we go one brick at a time internally for you though is what steps do you take physical steps it's the knight of pentacles it's not the knight of swords we've got him over here but it's the physical steps that you take now, because it's the Knight of Pentacles, because that's Virgo, that's your 12th house. So it's the blind spots that you have of how you contribute, what you contribute. And, and on some level, you know this, like it's there. It's not like, you 
you know, I say a blind spot. Sometimes we just haven't looked in that direction. Like we know it's there. Some, like when we look at, when we see it, it's like, oh shit, yeah, okay, that's what it is. It's a realization. Um, you think at the tower, so it's not like some kind of blinding epiphany that just rocks your world. I mean, it could be that, but you handle it pretty well then, right? And you might have already had that because you have the fates coming up. If that's kind of like star energy that's coming up for you, which is Aquarius, which is your fifth house, which is about self-love, then that may have already happened if the, the star's coming up now, because we only see it after the tower. That might have been last season for you. Now, over here, we've got the Knight of Swords. He takes action based on his beliefs. He takes action based on his beliefs. He speaks his truth. He understands that the, how he's moving forward is based on his own truth. Again, check out the Virgo reading. We have the Eight of Wands, though. The Eight of Wands, so internally, it's your internal dialogue. It's very important to be aware of this within yourself. The Eight of Wands, right? It's the back and forth that goes on within you. Now, you are... A, you are a Libra and, you know, I get elements of the third house that come up for that, which is Sagittarius. Um, the ruler of your third house, right? The ruler of your third house, also the ruler of your sixth, if you look at it that way, which would be your day to day and how you speak to yourself is in your eighth house. So there's like a deep dive going on of like, how do I speak to myself? How do I, what, how do I take in information? What decisions do I make? So remember, when, what does it mean when, you know, we we hand, we hand put our fate in someone else's hands? I'm not saying never do that. But when do we do that? If we're, if we're unconsciously doing that, you know, if it's like, you know, oh God, I would so do this, but it so-and-so doesn't do that. Or so-and-so, you know, whatever. Or my boss does this. Or you've literally handed your wheel to someone else. And it's you know when that happens it's not about blame and it's not about shame and it's not about guilt it's understanding why we have done that and sometimes it's literally because we trust someone else more than we trust ourselves so it's very much what are you doing based on what your beliefs are and what internal conversation goes on because that's what will be reflected outside because remember knight of swords you're showing up and saying something but and that's the external part, right? So you're showing up as the Knight of Swords. But what this is saying is, yeah, you might be playing one half of a conversation out in the world, but it reflects an internal conversation you have. So no matter what that person says, you will flavour it with how you speak to yourself. So if you're very self-critical, right, if you're very self-critical, you are going to hear a criticism because you're tuned to it. Two of Swords, we have a decision that needs to be made here, right? Which is a difficult decision. And that's where the Serenity Prayer comes up, right? So you've got these two swords. They're both the same. This is a Libra card. Um, it's actually, this is actually Moon and Libra. So it's a Moon card. And the answer is not going to come from outside. It's, it's going to come from inside of you, right? What your intuition says, what you're feeling, you know, your own discernment your own relationship with this wheel that sits underneath right of where am i in my life what is the situation if not now then when if not me then who like all of this stuff comes up you got strength with it and this is first and foremost the courage to own your own inner conversation what steps you want to take um what analysis paralysis is keeping you stuck 
right what your own serenity prayer what you have decided what you have decided is that you'll make peace with it like you know i have serenity of this i I want to read you this actually let's read the the um spirit message card it says soul power i think aries might have gotten this i might be making that up it's just the red reminds me of something anyway it says always remember you're a soul that comes with a body not a body that comes with a soul your soul is your true essence and you have an unlimited supply of soul power at your command whenever you need it and what that looks like in very practical terms is ownership it's ownership of you know whatever we're deciding as in this is what i want i may not have a logical reason for it but this is what i'm choosing to do and yeah i'm afraid that to hurt people i'm afraid to get hurt i'm afraid to make the wrong decision i understand that it's a risk and that's what the fool says it's a risk um but you can dwell on it and and you have to be honest with yourself that whatever that serenity prayer is kind of saying to you um are you using it to avoid risk and you may be and you may not be you know it's the whole point of this it's not an accusation it is a way to get to the heart of whatever's going on with you to know your true intentions because you know i talk a lot around and i'll give an example i've to, i'll talk from my sag because that's your third house right so um for my sagittarius rising you know that's the curious optimist and yes i show up as a curious optimist and you know i you know ask questions or whatever but sometimes i don't sometimes i'm not i'm not curious about somebody right that's just how it is that if someone shows up and they do something and and that's something that I've had to discern in doing Aquarian Insight for so long. In that, not everyone needs to get a platform in your life, right? Or to have a say in your life. Um, if there's, and I, I've said this to some of the people that have sent me messages or, you know, have tried to engage me in conversation. Um, where they're telling me what to do, unsolicited advice or unsolicited observations. And where it's, you know, someone, a random, I'm never spoken to, ever, you know, I don't know who they are. And they, they, it doesn't matter to me what they think. Like it, it really doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Especially if they, if they come at me like in a kind of accusatory kind of way or like, you know, mother knows best kind of way, right? Then let them, that's cool. You carry on. But if it's someone that I've talked to a lot, like you know, even if you, like some of you, I know you, like I've, you've commented, we've engaged and stuff. I'm more likely to engage because I kind of have more information around you. Like, And if it was a friend who did that to me, someone I consider a good friend or a family member, then we've got a big problem if that's how you decide to come, come at me, right? If that's what you've assumed, like you don't know anything about me. So that's the discernment as well, Three of Pentacles. Like who are you building stuff with? Something I've shared on the Discord server, like for me, I'm all for receiving help. I want help. You know, I need support and I need help. But Three of Pentacles is the card that I meditated on. And it's very much um, the message that it brought in for me is someone who's not trying to build what you're trying to build, they can't help you. They can't help you. If your goals are not aligned, they cannot help you. And that's a, a really wonderful way to kind of look at relationships that, you know, 
if you're both doing it for the good of the, say there's an argument right and that's what the two of swords can be and you're both you know you're both aware that we are in a relationship we both love each other we're committed to one another this problem has arisen we are differing greatly on this what you are trying to build is the relationship the point that you're trying to get to is beyond where you are strengthened because of what's happened we build it strong together that doesn't mean that then you can have an argument then you can have this massive dispute right then you can like whatever happens happens but you know you're getting to the other side of it but if one person is coming from that place and the other person has like a chip on their shoulder and is all like no i need to be right i need to always be right i need to have things my way or this is not a good relationship you must fit my stereotype of what love is or what a relationship is you're not trying to build the same thing one person is trying to build up their own ego and self-esteem the other person is trying to build the relationship you're not going to help each other you will not cut doesn't matter how much you talk doesn't matter how calm you calmly you talk to each other doesn't matter how rationally you sit there and say that your goals are not aligned doesn't matter how much serenity you bring to it doesn't matter how much whatever you do around that who is spinning the wheel and what is the point of that wheel spinning now with and this is not about blaming other people because you've got the hermit and you've got the empress the hermit understands the only one that can has the power to affect change in this situation is me that does not mean that you can change the person it means your experience of it and don't forget that like, the hermit is number nine the wheel of fortune is ten we must realize our own role first before we start looking to the universe or fate or god to change everything you know the serenity if you think about the serenity prayer like you've already tried to change things you've already tried to do whatever that's the hermit you've already done the hermit you understand what matters to you you've tried to nurture it and grow it as the empress and that's so internally we're the hermit right we understand it's us that have come to this and externally we're doing the empress energy but internally still then we feel stuck right and the four of cups is a stuck card what it really says to us is um i'm not being supported in the way that i want to and it, maybe the it was enough and i mean this in terms of how you support yourself how you feel supported by the world the support that you offer the world but, but by the time we get to the four of cups the three cups that are there they were satisfying at one time but we've gone past that you know we, we hit a new level we've done us you know we've connected in a certain way now we want to be supported in a different way so think about if you if we just did it from a dating point of view right that when we've just met someone we're dating there's a we don't need them to open up and be our emotional support we just want to get to know them right and the support then in those situations might be to split the check or you know to do whatever like you know whatever people do on dates so that might be the support that you needed but when you hit a new level when you're comfortable with each other the four the four indicates a level of foundation we've reached a level of we have an emotional foundation with this person now we know them quite well we've got to know them right if you, at that point then just paying half the check or picking up the check or you know making sure i'm calling my uber and making sure I get, that's not enough then we're stuck in a rut we must go beyond that of you know 
what are your goals what are your dreams what are your hopes like your connection changes around that but that doesn't the other person can't offer us that unless we know within ourselves the ace of cups what we're feeling so this is this is like being stuck in a rut apathy stuck being stuck in a rut apathy or boredom now is that coming from this feeling of that you know you're at the you know at the whim of the fates kind of like you know things happen in your life um because the six of pentacles is about what we give is about giving and receiving and it's the act itself that we find rewarding not what we get back from it like we get something from doing it like we get to speak our truth we get to express what what we're thinking or feeling we get to take part in a project or a relationship or something that we find worthwhile right we get to um make decisions based on what we desire but do we grant that to others as well whatever way you look at this there may you may have i mean because it's your sixth house now with the sixth house it can be like you know work daily life you know, I call it the 80% of life, the, the little things, how we manage the little things, right? Um, what we're doing with our life. But it changes everything how we do that. Like if we're not eating right, if we're not sleeping right, if we're not, if we're in work that makes us miserable, it has a massive impact on everything else. And I often think that Virgo energy doesn't get, I'm saying Virgo energy because yours is flipped, right? Sixth house, I connect to Virgo energy, but Virgo is your 12th house. But Virgo doesn't get the credit that it deserves because without Virgo, like we wouldn't do anything. We wouldn't really, it is reality. It's the, it's what makes up reality for us. So in those terms now, whatever system you have in place, whatever routines you've been doing, however you engage with people in your life, you know, whatever it is, um, it has to be infused with Pisces themes, which is, you know, your spiritual beliefs and um, what you're doing with those, right? So the serenity prayer, I think, is a good stand-in for whatever your spiritual belief is. You may not, you may think the serenity prayer is a load of bullshit, more power to you, you know, but what is it that you believe? What is the prayer that you do? Um, I find that, you know, surprisingly, because I never was like this, but surprisingly the older i've gotten i have found great um what's the thing i'm looking for peace or serenity even i guess in knowing that there is a higher power a higher purpose a, a, a cosmic design that i am unaware of and not just that that you know i'm unaware of it which that pissed me off at one point because i want to know everything right um but also it's good that i don't know it's it's that's not my problem i don't have to deal with that i don't have to manage it i don't have to control it and going back to that hope card of how we navigate things and coming from a place of hope that's the most that we can do right in, in a lot of situations not just sit there and hope but the moves that we make are made from hope like you know that oh i can't see the moon right where i am but i hope if i move a bit further then i will now if you do that and you start to notice it gets it's getting darker and darker then your hope was not wrong you you figured out that you're going in the wrong direction i need to go in another direction or it's not possible to pass this or whatever it may be but there is movement here and there is action here and it's the awareness of that it's 
whatever you're doing in your life, is it infused with your spiritual beliefs? But there is a kind of, I'll be honest, like, why would this come up? I always have to ask that, like, whatever message someone gets, like, if you're being told, right, you know, that, oh, hey, have you got an umbrella? Here's the purpose of an umbrella or of your Wellington boots or whatever. It's because it's going to rain, right? And so for you, a lot of this stuff is coming up because it's the, the dialogue that you have around taking risks. That's that's the That's what's coming up here. And it's your risk to take, not someone else's. Think about that. If we leave it up to someone else, then they take the risk, right? Like either we get it or we don't get it, right? That's fine. Like so, I don't know if I was dating someone and um, I'm like, I don't know if he's gonna propose or not, right? That I leave it up to him, and either he does or either he doesn't, and I can, you know. And if I use the serenity prayer, it's like, oh, I'm going to accept that. I'm just going to accept that this is where we are and stuff, right? Uh, I can't make him propose if he doesn't want to. Um, or I could have the... But the, the courage isn't from making him propose to me. The courage is to understand that I, I love this person. I want a deeper connection with them. To me, that looks like marriage, but I wonder what that means to this person. And that is a conversation that must be had rather than just having it in my head. I need to have my side of that conversation with the person. Which is a risk. It's easier to wait and see, right? It's easier to be like, oh, maybe I'll get it or maybe I won't. But it's a risk to... It, it, it's a risk to do it. Like, you know, then he might say, no, I don't really want to get married. So I'm just happy the way things are. Then it's a new question that comes up. That... Is that okay for me? Do I accept that? You know, is that fine? Um, I mean, the worst thing that I have, I used to have loads of clients that used to do this. They'd come in telling me that the other person had said to them that I don't want to get married or I don't want to have kids or I don't want to do whatever. And the line that came up, yeah, but everyone says that, right? And it's like, your hope, you, you've handed over your fate to someone who's actually been really clear on where they stand. And, and is that what hope means that we hope someone will change or is hope what allows us to change hope is what allows us to take a leap off that cliff the fall it's the risks that we take that fate will work with us that you know the ground's gonna rise up to meet us you know whatever it may be things are a mystery that we hope when things we're not certain that's where hope comes in but this is going to be based on what you do, what the changes that you are making. And if we have risk over here, we have reward. And hopefully you can allow the fact that you took the risk to be a reward. Like, you know, in like, like I did it. I took this act based on what I want. I had the courage to go for something that I want to do. Not had a hermit, right? I had nothing to do with anyone else. I'm nurturing this part of myself. I'm nurturing the part of myself that this matters to it matters to me that's why i'm going to try i'm going to try my best i'm going to work with it and go with it but it's not just focused on what i what i get from it or what i can achieve from this it's an expression of my soul power i hope you got something out of that i hope you'll let me know if you listen to the song hopefully you listen to the song and tell me what comes up 
within you i think i've got a spotify link for yours so you, there should be um lyrics um on the page for you so you can check it out let me know what, what goes on for you but there you go i love you i will see you next time but that's all for now goodbye